Vince McMahon, the chairman of the board. Mr. McMahon, the man who created WrestleMania, is doing something at WrestleMania. Wasn't he supposed to have a match with Pat McAfee? Well, no, that's not happening. But what is he doing? Plus, a special guest, a special surprise guest at a WrestleMania-associated event. Could that mean there's a special guest appearing at WrestleMania? Rumors and speculation are running rampant. But one thing we can confirm to you is a new Spanish commentator for the UFC Alberto Del Rio. Yes, he does have a controversial out-of-the-ring past, but this is a big opportunity for a familiar name from the WWE. And speaking of all elite wrestling, what is the status of Kenny Omega, who's been out of action for months and months and months? Could we be seeing him back soon? What is his road to recovery? We'll find out more, plus your questions on screen, controlling the action. It's a Freestyle Friday, the SKQ&A, and we're going to tell you who won the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards. Hit the horn. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. What's up, everybody? It is a Friday edition of Sports Kid Wrestling's Top Story of the Day. I'm Kev Kelm. That is Jeremy Bennett. We will have your questions. Jeremy. Jeremy. You're Jose. It's the J name. Jeremy. Excuse me. Not, 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 uh, listen, I loved it, but excuse you, sir. Okay. You're not a buzzkill. Okay. You're always joyful, Jose. You're joyful, Exactly. Jose I'm the one that lights comment. up the room. You Jesus. are. I'm so sorry. I apologize. That's another beer I owe you in Dallas. It's another beer. It's just, you. I have a long tab of beers I owe you, don't I? <laughs> He's got your buttons you're pressing here. All right, we'll get into it. We have a lot to talk to you about uh, today and uh, and some fun things to share with you as well. If you're with us for the first time, don't make it the last time. Subscribe to Sports Kid Wrestling. Go ahead and hit uh, that sub button on YouTube. More, We're marching our way to 27,000. And the more than millions that catch us on Facebook, why don't you turn your notifications on so you know exactly when we go live. And if you're watching on demand, that's awesome too. Get in the comments below as well. We still look at those even if you're not with us live. Don't feel like you're a part of the conversation. You are. And and on the podcast side of things, thank you, the fans, for putting us on the charts in the United States, Great Britain, India, and beyond. We are so thankful for putting us on those wrestling charts. I'm loving the watchouts, watchouts. Uh, people asking where Buzzkill Bennett is. Don't worry. We'll get him back here. He'll be back he's, soon enough. He's off today. He's off today. He's got, he got some business to take care of, so we gave him the day off. So he'll be back next Monday. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have a lot to get on here. Let's talk about it here. Uh, Vince McMahon is doing something at WrestleMania. Now, Vince McMahon is always doing something at WrestleMania. He runs the show. You know, he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's the man pulling the strings here and has created this, uh, you know, massive arrest wrestling event. Whether you despise the WWE or not, there is no denying the biggest thing in pro wrestling is WrestleMania. And it looks like it's going to be like that for the foreseeable future. Um, we heard for weeks and weeks that he was going to cut some type of angle with Pat McAfee on the Pat McAfee show. That actually turned out to be, uh, I think, one of the, the best interviews that Vince McMahon has ever done. It was very, very revealing, and he kind of revealed his insight and process and, and all these different things that he approaches the business with. Uh, whether or not you like the guy, it was certainly revealing. And we didn't get an angle, but we did get Vince saying, Pat McAfee, you're going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Uh, McAfee will take on Austin Theory, who is Vince McMahon's protege at the moment on screen. So what are we getting with Vince McMahon at WrestleMania? Uh, well, it's still very unclear here, Kevin. Um, so as you guys know, the, the rumors have been uh, swirling for weeks now uh, before the Pat McAfee interview that Vince McMahon was supposed to have some type of a match or an angle with Pat McAfee at WrestleMania. Uh, today, the the Wrestling News Observer, good old Uncle Dave, 
he stated uh, that, quote, we were told that McMahon is going to do whatever he wants to do, noting that this had been finalized as something different changed and how much he will or won't do is something perhaps he only knows at this point. So not a whole lot of information uh, uh, as far as what Vince McMahon is planning to do come WrestleMania, mm -hmm. uh, but just expect something, expect something to happen. I'm one to I'm I'm inclined to believe that he may be getting involved in that Pat McAfee Austin Theory situation. What do you think, Kevin? I think so too. I think he gets involved in that scenario. Um, there's other angles with long-standing characters who have a long history with him. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, he's going to be a big part of WrestleMania week already. He's going to induct mm -hmm. the Undertaker. Uh, I think that is a main event for the week for me. Uh, that was that was something when I knew the Undertaker was going in. I wanted to see that. Uh, Undertaker's gone on the record saying that he specifically asked for Vince McMahon to do this uh, and that it's going to be a big deal. That'll be very interesting for me. For me, that's more interesting, though, I think, than him being involved in some type of angle in WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. That's just me. And I think there's some other fans that feel that way, too. But I, I almost think like once that's done, there's a lot less pressure on the situation. Yes. And uh, but is Vince McMahon at his age going to get in there and do something physical? Is he is he going to be a 70 something man getting there and doing something physical? He did it a couple of years ago. He took a beating from Kevin Owens that laid up a match between Shane McMahon and Kevin Owens. Um, I don't know. Vince is a fearless guy, but how many times is too many? You got to admire him. You got to admire him, though, because uh, like Vince McMahon's philosophy is if I'm willing to do anything for the sake of the show, you guys should be able to do it. Like he's willing to do stuff that a, a lot of the talent aren't willing to do. Like the guy was showing people a, a few years ago how to fall off the rail at the performance center during a match. I mean, this, you're talking about a 70 something year old guy. All right, this is how you're going to do. You're going to take the hit and you're going to just fall down. And he just takes the fall. That's like a good 15 foot fall. So this guy is still <laughs> doing things that, you know, 70 plus year old people should not be doing yet. He's setting the example of doing it. And I, I, I'm pretty confident we'll see something pretty fun. From Don't expect Vince McMahon to jump off the cage, but he may take a bump or two. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows, man? A lot of people with their different takes. Some people say put the, the zebra stripes on Vince, make him the referee of Ethereum and McAfee. Not a bad idea. Uh, other people saying he's simply going to be doing a run-in here. And other people saying, Dave Meltzer, is he double-talking Dave? He's double-talking Dave. Dave. Dave doesn't know what he's talking about. That's always going to happen with anything uh, else reports. There's always going to be people that are against him. Um, and then uh, Richard Rinaldi saying, Vince will take a stunner. Will, will he get involved may, in the Steve Austin? He may have an angle with the Steve Austin thing, so that could be some. People will always pop for Vince and and uh, and Steve Austin. I mean, we had, what was it, the, the, 25, the 25 reunion a couple of years yeah. ago, a few years and ago. That was great. Where they had perfect. that spot and the fans play loved the hit. it. Yeah. Play, play the, the hits, hit, man. Uh, play play the hit. And also, um, with me, if like even if they don't do anything in the ring, just a simple interaction, a backstage segment, a look over Agreed. the shoulder. Give me something like that. They, I remember they did that a couple of years ago with Austin. The last, the last WrestleMania that Austin like played like a complimentary cameo role at, and The Rock was there. They did the simple thing where Austin and Rock were just like, "Hey, you know, like, like, like." That's all it has to be. It doesn't be more complicated than that. A lot more news to get into. And once again, we will get to your Freestyle Friday questions as well. We will also do a really cool video we're going to reveal to you guys about the winners 
We're going to run down all of the winners That's of the Sports Kid Wrestling the- Awards. More than 100,000 votes cast in. I know many of you guys Thank are involved you. in it. Oh, uh, we appreciate Thank it. Let's you. get right into it here. Alberto Del Rio, a controversial figure in the world of combat sports and wrestling, uh, has secured a very lucrative deal. It is a, a preliminary deal, not a full-fledged deal, to be one of these Spanish commentators for the UFC. He will start for them on UFC Fight Night uh, tomorrow night, uh, and this will go down at the O2 Arena in London. Uh, this is pretty big. Lucha Libre Online breaking this story. Yeah, this is actually very exciting news. Uh, when I, I know personally Alberto de Rios, I'm very excited to hear about this news. But yeah, he has signed a contract, a, a long-term deal with UFC uh, with to do Spanish commentary. Now, if you guys have followed Alberto de Rios' uh, career and trajectory over these last few years, um, you know that he had upstarted his own MMA promotion, Combates America, mm-hmm. and he was a CEO of that. He was also a commentator on there. Um, for some reason, from legal reasons, um, he's no longer part of that organization. But Alberto Dario does have an MMA background. Before he did wrestling, he was a grappler. He did do a step into the cage, and now he's taking his his experience in MMA and bring it into the analyst table, and now he will be... Uh, one of the play-by-play commentators for the Spanish language for the UFC. UFC, again, a worldwide brand. People watch it globally and follow it globally. So this is a big, big deal for Alberto de Rio. Congratulations to him, man. Um, yeah, it is a name. I, I think UFC is not opposed to putting a name in a role that gets them attention, uh, If especially if that person wants to be an attraction and fight. I don't think you're going to see Alberto Del Rio fight again. That fight against Tio Ortiz was not a pretty fight for him. Um, and this is a way for him to continue his career and be out there and do some things. And it's a name. This is a name that people know. It's a name. It's a name. Uh, and uh, they want to be a popular international company. They're not a company that is strictly bound to the English-speaking world, especially when you see so many of their stars are from the Spanish-speaking mm-hmm. world or, or from Portuguese or, you know, from Brazil and and, and uh, a truly international. In terms of, like, the big sport brands, mm-hmm. I almost take WWE out of that because it's entertainment sports at the same time. But you put UFC next to, like, the NFL or anything that's really driven out of the United States – it's the most international of the brands, maybe next to Major League Soccer. And or there's baseball. a lot of money that flows through there. Yeah, through the, uh, uh, through next to DraftKings. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of money. Next that to soccer or baseball, there isn't anything any more international than the UFC. So I understand the appeal of trying to get a name that people know overseas as well to some degree. So I get the play. Makes sense. Uh, you could be buying yourself some controversy with that, but I think Alberto Dobrio understands that as well. Uh, I mean, well, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, p- fans are always going to talk about controversy, sure. right? But remember, the guy was exonerated out of every single charge that was yeah. thrown to him, you know. So if that doesn't say he got cleared from everything, all the bullshit that you guys heard online about what he did to Paige or what Paige did, to, it, at the end of the day, he was found innocent and not guilty and was cleared of everything so there was so i'm i'm actually one very optimistic for him that uh that he's able to move on that chapter of his life and now Mm -hmm. focus on his career either be in the ufc or still do wrestling he still does some wrestling in mexico and in the caribbean um with a new promotion lawe law uh latin america wrestling entertainment Head by uh, the the Cologne family, so that's uh, it's really exciting that he's still involved in the wrestling community. But now, it's, for me, I'm even more excited for him to be in that Spanish commentator position. Uh, so that's great, man. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing him on uh, on commentary in the UFC. 
Mm-hmm. It'll certainly be interesting. Let's get to some news here about a big name in all elite wrestling that we have not seen in quite some time. An update on Kenny Omega. Fightful Select reporting this afternoon that Kenny Omega, who has been out of action for quite some time since losing the AEW World Championship at full gear, a title he was defending while injured. At one point, he had three world titles and had several injuries he's working through. He's now uh, gone through a long process of dealing with multiple injuries, including a shoulder problem that he's trying to avoid a surgery on, a knee surgery he's already undergone, a sports hernia surgery, which is pretty brutal. All right. Uh, He's also had ongoing sinus issues. He did have a bout of COVID-19. He did say he had some uh, unrelated, he had some like lasting COVID issues that continue to affect him while he was wrestling. So, I mean, this is a guy who went through a lot of different, different things post COVID post these injuries and was carrying AEW through that no fan era. And also was one of the, he's an executive with the company, still a big part of their upcoming video game project, which he's one of the critical players in. Uh, he's still very much an agent and a producer for the company as well. And uh, we also learned that he is the guy that informed Brian Cage. He isn't going anywhere that they're going to up his deal. So a lot in this Fightful Select report. Uh, if you want to subscribe, it is well worth it. Tip of the cap told uh, Millennial Meltzer himself, Sean Ross Sapp, and Robert DeFelice, and Jeremy Lambert, and the whole crew over there, our compatriots down the hall. Hopefully we get to have a beer or two with them in, in Texas. Uh, this is an interesting story. Kenny's still very it much is. involved in AEW. Yeah, it's very interesting. And, and I think from a fan's perspective or for someone who's watching the product and looking at these people perform day in and day out, night in and night out, you really don't understand the whole scope of things when you know when they're doing their performances and how much they're putting their bodies on the line. Kenny Omega, like we knew about the shoulder surgery and some other things, but we didn't know like the extent of all the stuff that he has going on. We're talking about knee surgery, shoulder surgery. Um, you know, he has a back injury. He has he has all sorts of things going on that he's been dealing with with months. A hernia surgery he has to get. So these are all like just things that just accumulated over time. And he's just put so body through so much. I'm just, I'm waiting for him to get completely healed. Now, do you think that we have him come back into ring full time or is he going to do part time situation, still do EVP stuff, maybe have him be like the undertaker of the, uh, of the AEW kind of like come back at special occasions. Now at this point, uh, 35 plus a lot of injuries, not just a lot of injuries, but a lot of new Japan years on him, which is a completely different style where those guys don't have any hold back. They don't, mm-hmm. they just don't have any hold back. Um, and I think, I don't want to say you saw him slowing down, but you definitely saw him trying to adapt his style in the pace mm-hmm. of it. Uh, and I almost thought maybe that was more for television, like the way that television is shot in the United States, the way hard cams are done. They don't do uh, a lot of uh, big hard cam shot style stuff in New Japan. So I think you kind of frame things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so there's just so much going on in this run. And then those injuries, you hear about it. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he went in that role. But I also just don't know if, that, if he's a guy who wants to do that. You know what I mean? I think he's a guy who's just so driven. Um, I, I got the opportunity to see Kenny um, work with some people from afar. And I, it's not it's not to me to disclose how I saw that. Um, mm-hmm. But seeing it, I got a sense of this guy has a life well beyond just being an in-ring wrestler. Like he's, I completely uh, There's agree. a lot of guys who get to a certain level of success and they want to have something involved in wrestling afterwards. But then they just get away from it. They go do something else. Or they buy a school, but they're not super involved. This guy seems like he's really involved in a lot of things that aren't wrestling. Video game development. 
the brand development, training wrestlers, international talent relations, talent relations itself, which is something that AEW needs that we hear from people that are on their mm-hmm. way out of the company. So, I mean, um, and with, with so much shake it with Cody leaving, I think, yeah, it's good to know that you're going to get him back and hopefully you get a healthy version of him back in the company. Yeah, and I also think that, you know, for the amount of years that Kenny Omega has been in the business, not only abroad in Japan, but now with AEW, and now that he has more of that executive role that he's that he's been doing, um, it, it, the guy just has such a sharp mind about the business and how you can go about the business in a different way because he's coming from another uh, another genre of wrestling, if you say, you know, like strong style, right? He's coming mm-hmm. from that strong style style. And it's a different mentality, a different way of putting or booking a match together. So I just think that he's he's going to be involved for a very long time in whatever he does. Um, but, man, I just wish that he's just, you know, he heals quickly and gets back to normal. Uh, but I, I honestly kind of think that we're, we're probably going to start seeing a little bit more part-time-ish of, uh, for Kenny Omega. In the future, is that effective for the company? Is that an effective draw? Making them an attraction, make them an attraction, make them an attraction. How you do that. That's absolutely true. There's a lot of attractions. They've, you know, CM Punk was an attraction, but they had him on TV a lot. You know, they didn't, they didn't reserve him. They used him on television a lot, even in non wrestling, like non entering roles. They used him for a lot of stuff on television. So it's interesting here. Uh, so the Sports Key to Wrestling Awards, before we get to our Freestyle Friday segment, which we, we zip through the news because we want to make Freestyle Friday extra long for you guys. This it's week. a priority for y'all uh, today. Uh, for the, for the, uh, for the uh, many of you watching with us live, we want you to get your questions ready. Get them ready right now. Uh, and we're ready for you guys to go off and get mad at us or be really, really happy with what happens here. But remember, 100,000 plus fans voted for this and well over 40 different countries. We also had a panelist that in, uh, panel that included Booker T, Eric Bischoff, Renee Paquette, Al Snow, DDP, luminaries from the industry, Bill Apter, Vince Russo. I could go on and on and on. And they all voted publicly. You can watch the interviews. RVD voted publicly. They all voted and shared their take on selections for, that you're going to see here in just a second as we rolled it out. We did announce these uh, in individual posts. But this video just dropped yesterday. It was really, really cool. Kudos to our editing team that put a really good job together on this. And hopefully this plays correctly in StreamYard. Uh, I got it. Don't worry. I got you. Yeah, I got it. Here we go. The winners. All right, guys. (laughs) Of the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards. Here we go. The winners of the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards. Enjoy. 100,000 fans and many esteemed panelists have voted in the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards. And now it's time to reveal the winners. Match of the year. Edge versus Seth Rollins. The rated R superstar and Rollins went to hell and back and it was totally worth it. Storyline of the year. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. No recent story has been emotional as Hangman Page's rise to the top against Kenny Omega. Best promo skills. Paul Heyman, Heyman's supreme promo skills have won him a Sports Keto Wrestling Award. Tag Team of the Year, The Usos. The Bloodline gets the job done again as The Usos win Tag Team of the Year. Rookie of the Year, Braun Breaker. The numbers don't lie, and this second-generation superstar who won the NXT Championship is your Rookie of the Year. Heel of the Year, MJF. He's better than everyone else, and we know it. Babyface of the Year, Big E. Universally loved Big E is the best babyface of the year. We wish him a speedy recovery. Comeback of the year, CM Punk. In a year of comebacks, Punk's is the one that stood out in front of 22,000 people who bought tickets just to see it in Chicago. Moment of the year, CM Punk's debut. 
Punk's comeback began perfectly as his AEW debut won him Moment of the Year. International Wrestler of the Year, Kazuchika Okada. Unsurprisingly, Kazuchika Okada has cashed in again as the International Wrestler of the Year. Feud of the Year, Punk versus MJF. Punk and MJF take home another Sportskeeda Wrestling Award, this time for their bloody amazing feud. This was a toughly contested award. It was DMD over EST Bianca Belair as Dr. Britt Baker wins Female Wrestler of the Year. Male Wrestler of the Year, Roman Reigns. And finally, it's time to acknowledge Sportskeeda Wrestling's Male Wrestler of the Year. And that's it. Thank you all for being a part of the Sportskeeda Wrestling Awards. Acknowledge him, Kevin. Acknowledge wow. him. Uh, thank you uh, to everyone that made that so successful. Uh, that is the, for what we know, the biggest wrestling awards in terms of fan engagement, in terms of social media traffic, and all these different numbers. Um, thank you guys so much. If you haven't checked it out, I know a lot of you follow us on Facebook. Follow us on all of our different socials. We're big on Instagram. Uh, we're growing there. Our, our Twitter needs some work. Why don't you give us a follow at SK Wrestling underscore. There's a bunch of fake sports kid wrestling Twitters out there. I don't know why. Uh, really? There's fake SK there's a wrestling? Couple, there's a couple that have been kiboshed. The official is SK Wrestling underscore. It is now verified, so you'll see the blue check mark when you're there. Uh, go check that out. Give us a follow on those. And uh, thank you guys so much to our video team that does such a great job on all these different things. Shout out to Aranava. Shout out to Raju. Shout out to Cybershek. Shout out to Kashagra. All of our guys who are in the main hub making this all work. We're so thankful. And to our amazing panelists that contributed so much to this. And to you guys voting. You guys getting behind this thing and making it like a really, really special thing. We are making. We are working on uh, making this a very, very big event that rolls into the next year and we can do even more with it next year. Thank you guys so much here. Uh, let's get into freestyle Friday. Bye. 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 Ham, 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 ham. Yes. We take your questions. You got them. Let's see who gets question of the day. Who will have the top question of the day. But I was trying to, I, before we get into the, uh, into the freestyle Friday edition of the top story, I wanted to show you guys the brand new stuff that we got going on. What? With the Mania Minute. So oh, yeah, I, let's show them a Mania Minute. So I have that ready for you guys. So this is stuff that we're going to be putting out here for the rest of the month uh, leading up to WrestleMania. Kevin and I have been doing 60-second reels on Instagram, and we wanted to share a little bit of that with you guys. So here we go. Let me bring it up. There it is. Let me take off our overlay. And uh, let's hit play. Let's see what happens here seconds to see how much he knows about wrestlemania 30. here we go who was the host for wrestlemania 30. hulk hogan brother ding 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 who was that year's andre the giant memorial battle Cesaro. winner yes ding 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 come on, who come was on, the, come on. what was the only title that was defended for the first time at that wrestlemania i want to say the united states championship but i'm gonna say the divas championship you're right second one's right you're right who did Daniel Bryan face and defeat in order to wrestle ooh, 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 in the main ooh, ooh, event of love, WrestleMania love him, 30? Love him. Love him. This is the best ever. It's Triple H. Then he won the uh, Triple Threat at the end of the night with Randy Orton and Batista. Ding, ding, ding. Who did the Shield face in the six-man tag match? Uh, you were asked to call somebody. The New Age Outlaws and Kane. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. And last one. Who broke the Undertaker's long-standing WrestleMania? Brock Lesnar. Ding, ding, ding. Ah, oh, you got yes. it. It's the mania. <laughs> Those were fun. Those were really fun. Your 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 audio. You're you're muted, Kevin.
didn't want to. I didn't want to be yakking over the video that was pre-playing. Um, those those videos are up on our Instagram. Let's jump right into questions here. Those are awesome. Let's, we have so much let's jump into let's jump into some of these questions for Freestyle Friday. <laughs> um, Eric Calavera, one of our number one fans. Thank you so much, Eric. He goes, "Why no one? Why no one said that Vince McMahon is going to have a segment with Cody Rhodes?" Well, I just don't know. I mean, are we getting Cody Rhodes? Is he going to be that surprise guest we've heard about? So this is a story we can kind of lay up here a little bit. Um, WWE announced this softly today. I don't think there's a major, major push with it because I think they know a lot of fans are going to buy into it already. Quietly, with people that bought WrestleMania travel packages about two weeks ago, uh, I want to say, I don't know the exact date, they pulled WrestleMania access. They did confirm there would be a WrestleMania Access Superstore. This is something they did for SummerSlam that you saw in Vegas, where they rented out a big space and they basically had a pop-up store. Uh, they're turning that into a pseudo-access. It's not going to be as big as a convention hall, um, but they're also saying they're going to have panels at this that you have to pay to see. You'll, you'll be able to pay and see these question-and-answer panels individually. Uh, I don't know if that means autograph sessions. They haven't elaborated on that. But one that's very telling is they're going to have these panels all through the weekend, not just like an axis type thing, but all through the weekend. Uh, and they'll be on Friday and Saturday, Sunday, but they'll also have one Sunday night at 1130 local time, which would mean it would be after WrestleMania. And it's a quote unquote special guest. Uh, some of them range from $50 to $100, depending on what the session is. Uh, you do have to pay to get into the access store, and you do have to pay to get into the individual panels as well. Uh, all the information up right now on WWE.com. Um, so certainly interesting. Is that how you bring Cody out? Is Cody going to make an appearance at WrestleMania? Do they do a big debut at WrestleMania? I, and then this, this point, is sort of I like a no this idea, is sort of like man. a reintroduce him to that WWE fan base style event. I don't know. I at this point, I have no clue. And you know what? I'm okay with not having a clue because at when it comes to WrestleMania, I'm going to want to be surprised, right? So we all have the expectation that Cody Rhodes is there, but I'm going with the expectation that he ain't going to be there. Like, <laughs> So it's just, uh, it, it's, it's a weird situation because we have all this news coming out. Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. If anything, I don't think Cody Rhodes is going to do anything with Vince McMahon, to be honest with you. Um, I think if if he is going to do anything, he might do it with Seth Rollins. But we got to see how this is going to be set up. So we'll see on Monday. Come Monday, we'll see what Seth Rollins says during his promo. Uh, question about WWE NXT. Someone who's become quite the sensation there is Nikita Lyons. Uh, Nikita Lyons came from the independent wrestling world. She was recruited uh, at the big SummerSlam tryouts that you guys mm -hmm. attended in yep. Las Vegas. And, and she became quite the sensation. She is awesome a person. very, uh, very awesome person, very dialed into the business, but a gorgeous, stunning woman, a very, very gorgeous, stunning woman. And I'm not saying that people in WWE aren't attractive, but I guess with NXT, there's a little bit more focus on the, on the, uh, the sizzle, you know, and mm -hmm. she, she is a sizzling lady. And I mean that in all the, all the right polite ways. Joseph's asks. Joseph Austin says, do you guys think Nikita Lyons, AKA yam, yam Bigelow. All right. I'm quoting there. All right, female fans who don't like those names, don't get mad at me. I'm quoting. Do you think she gets a spot on Stand and Deliver? She's talented and she has a following. Here's the thing. In terms of people that debuted in one match and got people talking, you know, there's a lot of things that they've done with NXT 2.0, this new version of it where they've thrown a lot of people at the wall. Some of them are sticking. Some of them are not. Lash Legend, who Nikki Lyons just got to do, you know, some slight angles with. 
Nikita already looks miles beyond her, you know? Mm-hmm. Other people are very good wrestlers, no real character. The Creed brothers are finally coming into being like a character tag team with a really cool manager. And, you know, they're kind of refining the, the characters are being more defined as they as they get more on television. Nikita Lyons came in as this kind of like almost like like a like a badass secret agent type character like yeah it has a very it looks like a street fighter she has she has a look that looks like street fighter she, she reminds me of cammy from street Fighter. yes yes absolutely yes and i know a lot of people have made that comparison as well um and, and she's a stunning woman and also knows her way around the ring she's not a slouch in the ring you know uh tiffany stratton was the, uh, the idea of oh let's do the rich girl thing right and they mm-hmm. have her come out there and she plays the rich privileged girl fun wrestler decent character but it, I don't know if it's sticking. Nikita Lyons came out right away. People are talking, she turning did. heads. Uh, does she make the, Does she make the card for NXT stand and deliver WrestleMania weekend? I hope, I would so. hope she would. I would hope she. I would. hope yeah. so. I hope so. Here's the thing too, because on paper, Lash Legend looks like a great opponent for Nikita Lyons to have a big size wise. At, yeah, size wise from, from an aesthetic standpoint. But we've seen now for three for, for three shows straight that. She's still pretty green. Last Legend's still pretty green in comparison to Nikita Lyons to what Nikita's doing, right? So who do you put up against Nikita Lyons at Stand and Deliver if you're going to have an opening match uh, or or some type of matchup at Stand and Deliver? It's really hard to say because right now, like, like Persia Parada's involved with this angle with Indy Hartwell. So there's right now, Last Legend was that person. Can Last Legend deliver at Stand and mm-hmm. Deliver? I'm one to believe. I don't think so. Not right now. I know. I know that Nikita Lyons will deliver at Stand and Deliver. I'm just not so confident that Last Legend can make Nikita Lyons look that good. And it looks like it's, it looks it looks like it's going that way. You know, it yeah. really, really, really looks like it's going that way. Stephen Chambers will Seth wrestle at Mania? I guess you're talking about Seth Rollins. Will Seth wrestle at WrestleMania? And really, he hasn't had an opponent. Uh, will we see Cody at Mania? We will see Veer at Mania. Will we see them? Um, so let's just go with the Seth thing here. Seth Rollins is doing something at WrestleMania. There is no something. way that Seth Rollins, a star as big as him, is not on the WrestleMania card. He is one of your top 10 male names in that company. And there is no way he is not on this card. Uh, now, what that role is, it isn't clear. All, all reports indicate that, you know, that are from verified sources, multiple sources, not just one, is that Seth versus Cody is that destination they want to hit. But a deal hasn't been certified with Cody as far as we know publicly. Will Cody be at WrestleMania? If you didn't want to bring up Cody at Jacksonville, you bring him out at WrestleMania. You know, and and, and you get that Jeff, you get that Jeff and Matt Hardy Boys reaction from five or seven years ago when they came back in Orlando and it was massive and you knew you were gonna get it. You you were anticipating something and you got it. Um, if they do a call out match, if it's Seth Rollins versus a mystery opponent, and you don't even tell me he's going to be there, but then you just reveal it at WrestleMania, I think it's a good way to do it. Will Veer be at WrestleMania? Who knows? They've been plugging Veer forever, and it's almost become a joke. Uh, the guy <laughs> going on a, not, are we going on a year since it's been advertising I since, his promos? I, I want to say at least in September. That they've been plugging these, right? I mean, that's I six months. That's six months, Kevin. That's time. half a year, and it's multiple. It's multiple vignettes too. So um, I know he's wrestling on main event, which is like their syndicated lower card TV show. So he's still like on the road, getting reps. Is he an impressive wrestler? He's a very, very big guy. He's a very, very unique look. They need Indian superstars. It's one of the biggest TV markets. So I get it. You know, I'm just looking at the logic of it. Do you bring him out at WrestleMania? Is he a guy who comes out and wins the Andre the Giant Battle Royal? I think that'd be a good spot for him there. That might be a good spot for Veer. All right. Oh, we got David Chisholm. 
Yep, we got David Chisholm here on Facebook asking us, what's y'all's favorite WCW pay-per-view? I, for one, Ooh. my favorite WCW pay-per-view has always been Halloween Havoc. Uh, Halloween's my favorite holiday of the year, mm-hmm. right, right after Christmas. And uh, and it, there's just something about Halloween Havoc, so I was really happy that NXT brought back Halloween Havoc. What about you, Kevin? It's hard. Do I like it for good reasons or bad reasons? Do I like it because there's bad things on them? Halloween Havoc, one of them where they film this ridiculous vignette and the kids, they have the kids that go to Tony Schiavone's house and Tony Schiavone, for some reason, turns into a giant monster. And this is at one time when WCW was so weirdly managed that whoever ran the pay-per-view, like there was a pay-per-view division, a television division, and a wrestling division. And whoever ran the pay-per-view got to do the production for the pay-per-view. So, like, there was just a lot more going on with that and it was just ridiculous so i like stuff like that um i'm fond of uh stings matches with vader like any of those big main events that they had i'm fond of the transitional shy town rumble is a really really good pay-per-view if you want to pull that up and then on wwe network on peacock right now uh flair versus steamboat any of those three matches that they have uh shy town rumble is the best one i think but definitely go seek those out. Those are my favorites. Uh, here's another one. People will call her Thakita Lions in my neighborhood. And in my neighborhood, I mean my house. And by my house, I mean it's me. I call her Thakita Lions. You're having a very good week with this. Love Eric. Victor, uh, <laughs> watch out, gang. Watch out, gang. Watch out here. Uh, Victor Shiflet's with us. Uh, Victor, do you think the bloodline, Roman Reigns and the Usos, will have all the titles with Solo? Solo Sakai is also part of the Anawaii family. Uh, winning the NXT at that ladder match. Um, it could be interesting if if Solo wins this title and then you have like everyone who's a part of the Samoan dynasty with the title at WrestleMania yeah. all the time. That would be pretty good here. It'd be interesting if they could pull that off. Could be I, something. I would love I would love to see that, but right now it's really hard to bet against Carmelo Hayes right now. He is on 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 a streak on another level right now. He's just doing some great stuff in NXT. Not to say that Solo isn't because Solo had a great match with Walt with Gunter, um, but that doesn't take away he lost to Gunter, but that doesn't take away what he's doing in NXT. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Come to, come stand and deliver. Chris Aldridge with a question: Say, is stand and deliver NXT's takeover event this year for WrestleMania? Is it the same day as Mania Day One? It is. It'll go down at the Continental Airlines Arena. I think I'm. I think I'm uh, the American Airlines Arena. Excuse me, uh, in Dallas. And that'll be the afternoon of WrestleMania Day One, so that'll go on early. So it'll be like a matinee show, uh, and that'll be done a few hours before WrestleMania Night One. So a busy day for the WrestleMania TV crews and ring crews oh, and the production yeah. teams. That's gonna be a busy day for uh, us too. Long day. Uh, Chris, Chris Simmons, watch watching us on YouTube. Could we see Bobby and Brock down the road, like at SummerSlam, because of Bobby's injury? Mm, I mean. I was at the match when they took each other on and, and uh, WWE certainly promoted it and produced it like it was a big collision, but it devolved into an angle at the end. Um, I would like to see them in a cage. I think it, give me a little bit of the allure of these guys being UFC guys. Give me the sense of like the, the, the big monster fight we were supposed to get with them. And we got a great fight with him. I don't know if Bobby got hurt in that match. Exactly. It's not known. Um, but it, it was that match wasn't what it was supposed to be. Was Bobby Lashley hurt before that match? It wasn't clear, you know, because he was taking. I remember some people remarking that I know in wrestling, they're like, he was taking those German suplexes in an odd way, almost like he was yeah. protecting something. Um, so that could be it interesting and protecting something. He was landing dead on his shoulder. I think he messed up his shoulder even more. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into another question here. Chisholm, once again, do you, what do you all think of the newest factions in AEW, the Jericho Appreciation Society? I think Jericho's cutting great uh, promos. I think it's an interesting selection of guys. I just not sold on the name. The name doesn't hook me, uh, but a hell of a promo. You don't appreciate Jericho, Kevin? Uh, the hell of a promo. I loved the heat that Jericho got when he said that this new era is the era of the sports entertainer. I love Which it. is like antithesally, that is what, a, that's a WWE term. And he's treating it like I'm a WWE guy in AEW. And I'm going to make you guys like come up to my, le- like that, el- for lack of a better phrase, elitism and all elite wrestling is. I love that Daniel Garcia just be like, "Well, I'm a I'm a sports entertainer too." Like he just jumped <laughs> on that bandwagon too. I didn't expect that from Daniel Garcia, but I absolutely anything that Jericho does when he's trying to change his persona, change his character, he always finds a way to elevate. Not a fan of the current name of that stable, which is which is okay, but you can't deny what he did on Wednesday night with that entire promo. Uh, the, the sports entertainer. I think it was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Eric just wants to see uh, Dean Ambrose, John Moxley come back. Oh, well, he's back. He's on all Elite wrestling here. Uh, Batman 901. Batman 901 says, what do you think of the Bianca and Becky build? Uh, it has been really good uh, of the build for the women. This is way better than Charlotte and Rhonda right now. Um, nothing against Charlotte and Rhonda. I just think they've, they've had relatively the same segment a lot. And mm-hmm. the idea of teasing some types of submission hold, I don't know. It just hasn't, you know, make it a submission match then. You know, if you're going to do that, like, at, go full tilt with the gimmick, you know. Uh, and Charlotte's doing a pretty good job. Rhonda is, I think, getting back to the idea of being on television again and getting used to it again. She certainly didn't look rusty in the ring in her last match. They, they had a match with her on SmackDown, which I thought was compelling. You would think Rhonda having a match on TV would, would amp up that storyline. Whereas over on the other side, Becky is just, she is such a personality. The outfits are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Bianca Belair is the definitive, braggadocious, yet still valiant challenger. Uh, and the the angle with the hair whip, I know some people said, oh, they amped up the sound and it wasn't real and she had those marks. I don't who, care. I don't who, care. Who, it looks cool. Exactly. It looked cool. It came off cool. It looks brutal. Is something going to happen with that hair whip? I interviewed Bianca. I want to say in like October or November. And there was one question I asked. She's like, sick of people asking me that. Please don't ask me that. She like held her hair. Don't ask me that. At some point, they're going to, at some point they're doing that angle. And there is going to be some people that get really, really upset. Oh yeah. Yeah. I for one person. Yeah. I'm, I for one personally, I think this has been the best told story out of the entire card on WrestleMania. The whole whole thing. The whole, The, the whole thing has been told since last SummerSlam last year all the way until now. And I think it's been great um, for those who say WWE doesn't know how to do long-term storytelling. Look at this match right here, this match right here. You've had a buildup since last August and now we're getting the payoff on it. So I think this is great. We got a couple more minutes here for, for a couple more. Yeah. Leon with the question, this kind of rolls into what match are you guys looking forward to the most? You were talking highly of Bianca and Becky. I, I think, some people are getting a little bit more excited about WrestleMania overall. I just want to talk about the general idea of WrestleMania excitement. I think some people were a lot downer on WrestleMania a few weeks ago, and some mm-hmm. things kind of coming together. I do think WrestleMania sometimes gets so tied to one big match or one or two big matches. I do think this is a combination of two different things. There's two days. 
if there's something you hate on WrestleMania one night, there's going to be something the next night or earlier in the night or later in the night that you enjoy. It is a circus. There's going to be something in WrestleMania that you and I both don't like or something you love that I like. And mm-hmm. I do think WWE sometimes feels like it has to spin those plates for hardcore fans, something for the kids, something for women just tuning in, something for fans of just the women's wrestling, right? Or something for the celebrity fans. Like they're, they're trying to do a lot in WrestleMania. It's a very hard thing to pull off. Will it fall flat on their face? I hope it doesn't, but it looks like they put some pretty cool stuff together. I think the build to AJ and Edge could be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the builds could be good, but on paper, this is still a pretty exciting show. You still have some real attractions on the card. I'm not saying it's going to be the biggest WrestleMania of all time. We'll see when we get to Dallas. It's a no. It's not the it's not the biggest WrestleMania of all time. It's the most stupendous, stupendous WrestleMania. That of is it. That is the that is the thing they said. That is the thing they said here. Uh, what match am I most looking forward to in terms of like bell to bell action? I think Edge and AJ can do some really special things. Like once yeah, I that think bell Edge. Rings. Edge and AJ will be great, but I'm de- I'm definitely looking forward to this main event, to this Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns match. I think uh, that match is going to have some pretty some, some pretty good consequences uh, as far as this unification uh, about mm-hmm. our unification unification title, and it could set the tone to what's going to come later on in the year for the because this is like the, the this is like the season finale right now. We're going to open up a brand new chapter, Pro's WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens. Uh, after this unification bout is uh, is done and over with uh, night two. Ricky riding hard with us five days a week. Thank you so much, Ricky's. Do you think Becky, Becky Lynch, tries to cut Bianca Belair's weave? Well, number one, I can tell you that uh, Bianca's told me that it is not a weave, as far as I know. All right. Uh, and Dude, I that, that has to be a weave. Have you not seen her pictures where her hair is like this short? Oh, you sure? But, uh, but I'm being respectful. Uh, but it's hers. It is hers. Yes. It's hers. It's hers. It's hers. She paid for it, right? Playing all the technical points here. Uh, and do you think she tries to cut? Uh, I If she does, I pray for her. Uh, <laughs> like, I pray for Becky and what would happen to her if that happens. Because I think there would be, be like that more? video on TikTok. As soon as she cuts it, it's going to be like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> so uh, we have a lot of fun. More Mania Minutes coming to you on all of our different social media channels. More content every single day for you guys to consume. Uh, I hope you guys are having fun. Let us know your answer to these questions. What match are you most looking forward to for WrestleMania? Is it not something on WrestleMania? Is there something with GCW that you're looking forward to? A lot going on there. I will have an interview uh, coming up this week with Gringo Loco. We'll be one of part of the biggest shows that WWE isn't running WrestleMania week in Dallas. That is World on Lucha, which will be fighting uh, streaming on Fight TV. Speaking of streaming on Fight TV, I'm going to be on there tomorrow. AAW, 18th anniversary show, epic. Uh, it's going to be a really, really awesome show. Matt Fitchett versus Shaf. Silas Young of Ring of Honor fame going to be on the show. The one called Manders. Sky Blue of AEW fame will defend her AAW Women's Championship against that no good, back-turning Brazilian badass Christy Janes. Uh, so it'll be a really cool card. Go check it out, fight.tv, F-I-T-E app. It's available on all the different apps. It's available on everything else. Pay-per-view is $13. It's awesome. I'll be on it doing the Mean Gene thing backstage live from the Logan Square Auditorium. If you're in the Midwest, you're still looking for tickets, go to aawpro.com. That is aawpro.com. Links are up on my Twitter, at Kev Kellum. Jose, what do you got going on, bud? Man, it's Friday evening. I'm about to pour myself a nice chilled glass of Terramana on the rocks and sit down and watch some SmackDown tonight and have a nice dinner with the wife. 
There you go. That's the, you're you're plugging. You're having dinner with your wife. I like. That. I'm having dinner with my wife. That's what I'm doing. I like it. That's good. Some some good stuff, man. All right. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. I hope you enjoyed the Freestyle Friday. If you're listening on demand, give us a five star review. If you're just watching, give us a review. That's pretty positive. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. How about that? And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. Not like Jeremy Bennett trying to buzz kill everything. Not like Jeremy Bennett not getting his watch out, watch out tramp stamp tattoo. No. No. You have to do what, Jose? You got to enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let me talk to you. Have a good weekend, guys. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.